Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. In this friendly little town, there lived an enchanting family named the Cranks. Every year, they would celebrate Christmas together. Merry Christmas! Until the year their daughter Blair left for the holidays. Won't be the same. Then, Luther got a brilliant idea. We skip Christmas. We'll go bask in the Caribbean sun. We skip Christmas? What's up? No Christmas Eve party? Run away from Christmas, huh? A lot of the neighbors are pretty upset. Free, frosty, free, frosty, free. They want frosty? They do not get frosty. Nora, stop the car. Talk to me, Nora. Please. Hello, Mom? Dad? I changed my mind and I'm coming home for Christmas. What? Based on the best-selling novel, Skipping Christmas. We have only 12 hours, so we're going to perform a little Christmas miracle. Are you getting the ham? You get the treat. 
Tim Allen. Your face. It's like it's frozen. I got a Botox injection today. Luther. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Christmas with the Cranks. Hello, and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino, and in just a moment, my co-host Jenna Brister will be joining me to talk about a holiday classic called Christmas with the Cranks, starring Tim <gasps> Allen. <laughs> remember when Tim Allen would just step in front of a camera and make noises, and we'd laugh weekly on Home Improvement. I remember watching that show every week, I'd sit down, and every time he made a noise like a dog, I would crack up as a teen. Loved it. <gasps> <laughs> Tim Allen, every time he did that, I'd laugh. Anyway, the movie stars him. It stars Queen Icon legend Jamie Lee Curtis, who's having a bit of a renaissance right now. Of course, she just was in a very successful Halloween reboot. And she was in a movie called Knives Out, which just came out last week. And I think it was phenomenal. I saw it over the holiday weekend, and I just loved it. I encourage everyone to see it. Jamie Lee is phenomenal in it. It also stars Chris Evans, who's doing some sweater work that is mind-blowing. Truly salivating. Or salivate-worthy, or is that a, is that a phrase? He's just uh, never looked better. Tony Collette has never been better. She's fantastic in this movie, playing a very different character. And I just, I loved it. The whole cast was great. And I think it's a great movie to see with your family if you're looking for something to do over the holidays. It's sort of a murder mystery whodunit. Uh, all of the costuming, truly, though, was brilliant. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing these suits in it. I think the costuming should be nominated for Academy Award because I just, I loved it. And Jamie Lee Curtis, also I want to mention, she was in uh, the recovery issue. I believe it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter recently came out with an issue called The Recovery Issue. And Jamie Lee talks about her pill addiction, which Jenna and I reference in our chat about Christmas with the Cranks. But in all seriousness, I encourage everyone to go check that out. Because if you ever have dealt with or you know someone who has dealt with addiction, it's a fantastic thing they did. And, and I just encourage everyone to check it out. So, without further ado, I'm going to play my chat with Jenna, but I do want to tell you guys a little bit about a company called Mint Mobile. So, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Now, enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. I've been using Mint Mobile, and it's been fantastic. The coverage here in California is great. I've had trouble with other carriers in the past, and Mint Mobile has just been fantastic. I've gotten great internet and phone usage. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash Iconic. That's mintmobile.com slash Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, Iconic, I-C-O-N-I-C. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Iconic. So without further ado, let's play my chat with Jenna Brister about a movie that is truly something that has somehow inexplicably entered the holiday canon year after year. <laughs> it's called Christmas with the Cranks. Here's my chat with Jenna. 
Today we're diving into an old classic. So up until this point, Jenna, we've been covering new movies. Yes. Things that are airing on channels like Netflix and Hallmark and the like. Mm-hmm. But today we're diving into a film from 2004. An old school classic that I had never seen before. Yeah, you just told me you'd only seen this for the first time. I've seen it every year. It's like one of those movies that I usually find myself hungover and like live tweeting. Yes, yes. Because it's so full of bizarre stuff. It is the most wild fucking movie yeah. in the world. We presented this to the fan base and we're like, hey, what do you guys want to see? And then the people spoke and they're like, Christmas with the Cranks. It was like this and Jingle All the Way, which are oh. we might have to cover that one too because it's in. wild. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. So you can watch it on Netflix if you've never seen it and want to watch it before listening to this. But it's wild. Mm-hmm. A true lies double feature. Arnold and Jamie Lee. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yes. I can, I could not something about true lies. I love that movie. Jamie um, Lee Curtis literally did more stunts in this oh, movie than she did in true lies. Like, and Halloween combined. Right. <laughs> She's doing so much stunt work. She is. And like lights up. This is another thing I love about these Christmas movies, which I'm sure you guys all do too. The world creation where whatever stakes there are, are instantly our stakes, and we have to get on board. And the stakes for this are pretty low. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we open up where she's just like, she, the daughter's leaving. Mm-hmm. She's going away to the Peace Corps. Oh, wait, that's Peace Corps. Peace Corps. And she, Jamie Lee hates her husband, played by Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's being left alone with him for the first time in life. The tool man. Since the, the child. Mm-hmm. And they just seem to have a disdain for each other. Yes. They really hate each other. I never saw them kiss the entire mm-hmm. time. No. I, I look for that kind of stuff in these movies. I'm like, do they kiss? They did reveal that they fuck on Saturdays. Yes. That was my favorite running gag. And that, that was in the opening where he like realizes, okay, let's go to the Caribbean. He buys the tickets, I think, without consulting her, right? Woo, this movie. Which is a classic, classic Tim Allen. And then when they come up with the idea, oh, and he, he puts on his like Hawaiian shirt and, his, and indoor sunglasses and is dancing around. And this is the way he's doing a charades to be like, Guess what I got you. Guess what we're doing. And then she's like, it's not even Saturday night. And I was like, I love that they just only bang on Saturday nights. They only fucking Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Because then later when they decide to go and they're in bed, she straddles him and he goes, it's not even Saturday night. And it's like cut. And I was like, what? Like the writer, the writer thought that joke was like good enough to do more times than once. And they both needed their own time having it happen. I was like, Wait, by the way, this was also a John Grisham novel, which I read. It's like one of uh, Grisham's like very few non like um, very different book than his other books. But I remember reading it's called Skipping Christmas, the book. Mm. And it's like a cute book. But the movie is very different. I mean, same concept of like this couple skipping Christmas, but like I feel like the book is a little bit higher brow. Yeah, if Grisham fans are probably like, oh, I don't, I don't like this one so much, yeah. you know. Um, but I like their idea of going to the Caribbean, skipping. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. But then it turns the town upside down. This town is so codependent. I didn't know how to handle the town is their crazy. codependence. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not. It doesn't even exist in reality. And that's the thing that I find most interesting about this movie is like the tones all over the place. So it's because it's very cartoonish. There's moments where it's literally a cartoon where like the cat freezes and it's turned into like a cgi cartoon Mm -hmm. and then other moments where we're expected to believe this is like a normal reality Mm -hmm. or like the neighbor has cancer again and it's like a heart (laughs) like a heartwarming storyline and 
I was excited to see Dan Aykroyd. I love him. I do too. He's out of his mind. Although he had so many young kids and I was like, how did this old man have so many young kids? But then I looked him up and he was like only 54 or something when he filmed this, which was shocking to me. Fame has not been good to Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) No, it has not. I know. I was like, he looks, to me, he looked like 75, Mm -hmm. which no shade, but I was thinking, how does this 75 year old man have all those young kids? Mm -hmm. It was like a gang, a gang of Boy Scouts come to the door and- of course, they don't want a Christmas tree because they're leaving. They're going to go on a cruise. They don't want to deal with a bunch of dead pine needles. Yeah. And then this turns the town against them. Everyone is so mean. Like, let's just talk about the Christmas tree for a second. Like, if you don't want to buy a fucking Christmas tree, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. the town was acting like they killed a child or like something. Like, they ordered a tree. They didn't even order a tree. They like, never ordered it. Yeah. So, like, that's someone coming to your house with a whole to-go order from Postmates. I mean, like, that'll be $45. You're like, like, I, I didn't, didn't order this. Order and like, Okay, fine. We're going to make your life a hell until you leave for the Caribbean. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't just the tree people either. It was like the guy who uh, makes cards for a living was like chasing mm. Jamie Lee Curtis around a restaurant. I mean, like, when are you going to order? And she was in the restaurant with her girlfriends, played by Caroline Ray and Felicity Huffman. Yes. She's in a restaurant. And the guy who makes the cards in the town was like, uh, Mrs. Crank, we need to talk about this. And he was like harassing this woman. And he was like the waiter also. I think he took their order. And then her gal, I think he might have, I don't, I was also a first time viewer, so I might have missed up. But I think I, it was so aggressive how they came after this family. They were so mean. And I would have been like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And also, what about people who don't celebrate the Christmas holiday? Mm -hmm. Like, are are they harassing those people the same way? Mm -hmm. It was like shocking. Yeah. Underused gal pals, though, for sure. I don't even think we saw Caroline. Caroline's face. Caroline Ray was yeah. in one scene. She had Felicity one line. Hoffman had one line. And I was like, what What did she do to whoever is in charge here? <laughs> like, I know, and I think it was like right around the time she did Trans America, which was mm. like a wonderfully received, critically acclaimed film about you know, a trans person. And then here she was also like in a supporting role in With Christmas. With the back With of the her Prince. head. No stand in. I was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> she Curtis, got cast off central casting. Yes. She is just a cut above. She's an amazing I love actress. Jamie Lee I do too. She's, it's so fun watching just this really talented actress having to deal with the lead line improvs that Tim <laughs> Allen are giving her. You can see as they're going into the scene, there are several times, and I put them on my Insta because he would just riff because he's he comes from the stand-up world and the cocaine world so he thinks that's okay but he was but she arrested comes from, for cocaine yeah exactly now she, he's like the sign of christmas with the santa claus <laughs> movies and this it's bizarro um but yeah so this town starts stalking him and then there was this whole other through line about the frosties and because they weren't going to put up their frosty and we hadn't even seen this frosty statue and everyone else is putting up this seven foot tall on the roof. On the roof, which I think is dangerous and strange. But we never get the lore. We never get like, oh, this is because blank. Yeah. Why do they put this? No why, why? When did it start? No, exactly. Why do they have to do it? Aren't there any? Isn't there anyone else in the neighborhood who's not doing it? Like I can't imagine the entire neighborhood does it. And the neighbor, the old, the old man across the street, and his wife, who's just cancer, just came back. They got up on their roof yeah, and put it up? I don't roof. know. But then we finally see their frosty. Also, so it should be something that the city does. Like, if the, if it's really, like, has to be the whole neighborhood, then the city workers should come and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the thing, yeah, then Ackroyd. the tax money should go pay for someone to go put the fucking frosty up mm-hmm. on, the, exactly. on the roof. And they didn't want to do it. And so, I think once 
so they're being stalked. There's child protests. The scouts are not in school. The scouts are, the scouts are on BMX no bikes lined up <laughs> in the sidewalk and they're protesting. And so Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis go in the basement. And then that's finally when we see lit up by the flames of the furnace, Frosty. We finally see the Frosty we finally for the see first him. time. And I was like, again, what is going on? Why is this such a big deal? But you have to just accept it. There are a lot of like horror movie tropes. Like when we yes. see the Frosty for the first mm-hmm. time. And there's also a point where like Jamie Lee's on the phone. Yep. She's like ducking for cover. I mean, there's just so many of these like weird little horror nods. And she's the Halloween. They're she's like, just do what you did in Halloween when you saw um, Mike Myers outside your your window and she's like oh got it roll roll camera and she literally just <laughs> she's recreated. doing it in like a christmas vest oh my god and the stakes I are much say, different <laughs> i love jamie lee curtis i worship the ground she walks Same. on i love her this was certainly her worst performance of all time <laughs> she's yeah just, she's doing a lot of screaming mm-hmm. ooh, 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 chasing after hams the and hickory screaming. honey ham ooh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> she sounds like a fucking turkey. Yeah, she's just doing so much. She's doing what Diane Keaton does in movies <sighs> in all of in book club in and every all movie. Movies. Diane <laughs> yeah. Keaton, Michael drops and yeah, and I love it. Yeah, but Jamie Lee's doing it, and it's like I don't know. It doesn't work quite as well. Mm-hmm. But again, she had to work opposite Tim Allen, which I would imagine to be a nightmare. I mm-hmm. just feel that in my bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know that to be true. I've never heard that he's difficult to work with. Yeah. But I feel it in my bones that he was probably a nightmare on set. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Always it. just, you know, trying out bits. I feel like he was just, especially because so he's there with bits. Dan Aykroyd. And I feel like Tim Allen wanted to impress Dan Aykroyd. Oh, for sure. That's what I feel like. I'm just for making sure. up ideas about what the set was like. <laughs> I imagine it being like a nightmare, like worse than when Jim Carrey terrorized people on Man on the Moon oh, set. Oh, God. Like, yes. I imagine it was just worse than that like that and you know they were like thinking every scene was so bad like because mm-hmm. every scene was really poorly written mm-hmm. and so you know every time they went into a scene jamie lee curtis is like oh fuck you can kind of see it on their faces sometimes you can see them sort of break which i love but then they go on this whole preparing for the caribbean thing you know they get swimsuits he gets a speedo they go tanning <laughs> yeah he gets a speedo mall. too which uh, come on yeah oh i also love the running gag because also at the start of it when they decided to cancel Christmas, she wants to st- still donate to the children's hospital and to the church. And he's like, no, we're canceling everything. And so then that comes back to haunt them throughout because they run into the priest and he's like, hey, we didn't get your check this year. And it's just. But oh. that doesn't make any sense to me because then he had Tim Allen's character agreed to mm-hmm. donating. He said, oh, because remember, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, we're not doing this unless you agree to the six hundred dollars. It was like three hundred each or something. Mm-hmm. And he finally gives in. Mm-hmm. And so if he gave in, then why did the priests, when he saw Jamie Lee in her underwear at the tanning salon? <laughs> yeah, continuity. It's all over the place. Wait, P.S. though, that scene where she hits her head on the tanning bed because yes. somebody walks in the room. <laughs> yeah, which is my nightmare. Which is a nightmare. But also, what's this tanning salon at the mall? Like, do you, does anyone go get tan at the mall? Where the lobby is open to the public. <laughs> and then she hits her head and she's bleeding and she just doesn't decide to put on a towel. Like, she wasn't bleeding that heavily. Like, she should have either put her clothes back on, put a towel around her, but instead she goes to, like, the front of the tanning salon mm-hmm. and just completely almost naked, like, just in her bathing suit. Yeah. And then everyone from the town is there. Which makes me question... If, I, if I've been doing tanning all wrong, because I go fully nude. I do I've too. never once yeah. worn a swimsuit. Like, would you ever wear a Speedo? No, I, no you get tan lines. T- I put a sock on. Exactly. You know, the important yeah. part. And then, or externals. Right. Yes. That, that's it. That's it. But what I would never wear a They bikini. should have had a scene where Tim Allen just like runs out in a sock. In a sock. <laughs> See? 
Yes. I bet he did that and they cut it. I bet he was like, let me just do one for you, one for me, guys. Let I also me just want to point it. out, did you see Variety? It was either Variety or Hollywood Reporter just did the recovery issue. Oh. And Jamie Lee Curtis is on the cover. And she talks about her addiction to Vicodin. Oh, I didn't And know. I wondered, I don't know if the timing matches up, but it was around <laughs> that time. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe She hasn't. Her. She's been off pills and alcohol for a while she yeah. says but she i think it was around the time of filming and so i wonder like that would make what was going on on the set that would make sense so they're like you have to do cranks like maybe she couldn't get out of the contract <laughs> oh she also did all of her own stunts so maybe she got hurt and then I, she ended up also getting why did they change the name from the book title was surviving christmas which or skipping christmas mm-hmm. why did they change it to christmas with the cranks it's a worse title yeah because uh, you know what as a first time viewer, I thought that this meant they were going to be pranking the town because oh, I love like pranking? crank. Yeah. Like I thought crank, like crank yankers is one of my oh. favorite shows of all time. So I was like, Oh, this is gonna be great. I want to watch Jamie Lee Curtis prank her Christmas. I mean, town. in a way they were. Oh yeah. Cause they were like, in we're some leaving. Ways. Oh, also speaking of the codependent town, their Christmas Eve party, this was a whole thing that they always do. And like no one else can just fend for themselves on Christmas Eve. No one Eve. could fend for anyone. It was, they were also useless. I was getting yes. so pissed at everyone in yeah. this fucking town. Yeah. They were like, what they do you mean? They relied on the cranks for everything. Yeah, they did. Oh, and then the God. cranks finally want a, a year off. And if they relied on them so much, <laughs> then give them her the fucking ham. It, yes. You know, like if, if let's say you need them to do all this, then when Jamie Lee Curtis finally needs to get a hickory ham, you give her the goddamn ham. Mm-hmm. Or you mm-hmm. call her up and say, look, Jamie, I know oh, you're man. putting on this Christmas party at the last minute for your daughter, who's mm-hmm. suddenly arriving back into town with her new fiance. Which you never surprise someone at the holidays. We all know that. I yeah. mean, unless it's your immediate family. But then somebody should have called proposal. her and said, look, I bet you probably couldn't get a hickory ham. I'll bring one over. Yes. And then bring it over. For sure. Can we yeah. talk about the kid, though? So the kid decides to come back. She's leaving the Peace Corps early or something. Yeah. And she's coming back with the fiancé. Yeah, her Peruvian guy, Enrique. Who has never celebrated, apparently, at Christmas. Yeah. And so he wants to know what it's like. So they're coming back to celebrate. And so they got to put this party together at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And this is when the movie really shifts into a heist. I mentioned yes. last <laughs> week's show. It really changes where we all of a sudden change perspective. <laughs> yeah. We're not even on Jamie Lee and Tim so much anymore. We're the on the daughter. Out the, out the window. The cruise. entire plot from the cold open has been shattered at this shattered. point. Shattered. And yeah. now there's a robber <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're dealing with a robbery. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole movie changes. And that's what I do really love about this movie is it keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. When you think it's going to zig, it zags. Yeah. And then they go to th- the tree from the neighbor. And he's like, don't tell my wife, here's my house key. <laughs> you can have my tree. And then he chases down and tackles a Boy Scout <laughs> who had been protesting at his home and then enlists this Boy Scout to help him steal the tree. I'm in. The stakes, <laughs> uh, the stakes are all over. Also, by the end of the movie, like <laughs> earlier we learned that he got like too tan, right? Mm-hmm. Like he had over tanned never and had gotten too much Botox. <gasps> But then by the end, it was like he was fine. Yeah. And they even have a throwaway line. Jamie Lee says, uh, Tim Allen puts on all black. And she goes, oh, it makes your tan look less aggressive or something. Yes. And they threw in that line because it's like, you really have to suspend disbelief because we just had a whole scene where it was like, he had too much Botox and he looked too tan. Yeah. And not even a day later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that he also just went to do it without her. He wasn't like, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Do you want to come with me? He just went and did it. This is just bizarre. And they're so back in the bizarre. diner. 
They're like the same <laughs> restaurant they always go to. Uh, what did you make of Jamie's stunts? So there's a moment with the ham, of course, we see in the grocery store, she like has to ride a cart and then she chases the ham out into the street where it gets run over by a truck. And then there's also a moment where Jamie Lee like slips on the ice and they even do like a cartoon sound and she like, whoop. <laughs> and I wondered if it was all her. I wonder that too. Cause she could have, she, she did true lies. There was a few moments where it looked like it was her, but then the one where she slid on the ice, it looked like it was a stunt double. I mean, that would make the most sense. And then when the ham gets run over by the semi truck, you know, that's devastating. Sure. But also, and why don't they have any more fucking ham? Like, the grocery yeah. store, that never happens. Like, in movies, they always run out of shit in the grocery stores. Yeah. But first of all, there's usually another nearby grocery store. Mm-hmm. And they don't just run out of things like ham. They have extra of those. Mm-hmm. Or turkeys. On movies, they always, like, run out of turkeys. And I've never been to the grocery store around Thanksgiving or Christmas where they didn't have a slew of turkeys. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And one of her stunts in the home, I guess it's less a stunt, but more heist, when her and Tim are creeping around because they do a lot of that whispering behind the curtains so no one can see them but they're at the window and at one point when they're you know army crawling across their house she looks over and goes this is fun and i loved that i was like that that. i was like i feel like that's improvised i feel like she must have improvised that because that doesn't fit her character right and the other stunts and screaming oh but then when they ice i think tim gets the hose and ices the front which is a nod to home alone Mm-hmm. Loved it. Classic. And so everyone's slipping. The carolers eat shit out front. And then Jamie. That's right before the cat freezes. Exactly. Runs out and just dives. Slides. Yeah. Across. And then is screaming. And then they freeze the cat. Yeah. And then the cartoon cat's there. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it gets real wacky. Yeah, it does. In the best way. But that's, I think, again, part of the appeal of it. It's like, you never know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if like they try to change the tone of it because the book is written for adults. It's not like I'm going to read this. The book is not, I mean, it's very frothy and mm-hmm. like, it's not super intense, but it's definitely written for an adult. It's yeah. not a child movie. And I almost feel like they added kids to this movie and they added that cat. And like, yes, they added shit to like make it more family friendly or mm-hmm. something. And it's just so tonally all over the place. Mm-hmm. I liked the premise of this couple who is going to go away for the first time, especially later learning they entertain the whole town on Christmas Eve and that they have to haul a statue, which when he finally takes Frosty up on the, the roof, it's a noose. He has a on a noose. I was like, this is so morbid. Things get dark. Yeah, it's so dark. And then he, of course, falls and it's just, oh, God. The poster, too, is like a tim allen like upside down and Mm -hmm. in the rope there's a poster Mm -hmm. and like jamie lee curtis has just got a surprised face and then dan Aykroyd's in the back like finger wagon yeah like buy our tree throw the party and then i like that once they agree to the party like everything's fine no grudges no like by the way like didn't those people make other plans like when they learned that cranks weren't having their party like i'm sure some of them were like okay well we're gonna go to my kid's house and somewhere else yeah it's a lot. I mean, the less the big takeaway is like don't put all the pressure on others to entertain you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like put some work into it. Uh, I also really love that scene uh speaking of Dan Aykroyd when Dan was chasing after Jamie Lee Curtis while she was driving. <laughs> yes, yes. And oh, his, he put his, his hands in the his window. His hands were in the window <sighs> and Jamie Lee rolls up the window and mm-hmm. while she rolls it up she goes whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Diane Keaton she's yeah. doing the Keaton and his gloves get caught in there and then she has a moment where she 
realizes she got rid of Dan Aykroyd because he is gone. But then she like looks up at the gloves and she acts like she just saw a ghost. Yes. And it's like, Jamie, they're just the gloves. Yes. Like, you know, that's, you didn't like rip off his hands. Yeah. She was going two miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But she acts like she just somehow ripped off Dan Aykroyd's hands. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And I wonder, like, I'm, I feel like she probably had a conversation with director and the director's like, act like you just saw a ghost. And she, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm sure, was like, why? Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It she, doesn't. I'm sure the director made her make that reaction. Because mm-hmm. it's a very bizarre reaction to yeah. some gloves. Yeah. But you're right, the over, over the top is the theme of Acts 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Caroline Ray was supposed to be a bigger star than she ended up being? And maybe because maybe she had other conflicts. She was shooting that other movie. Right? I mean, I thought she, back in the day, back in the Sabrina days. Yeah. I thought that Caroline Ray was going to be a huge star. Yes, I think so did Caroline Ray. And she everyone was so who watched funny. that show. Yes, and Jenna Elfman. And then she right? took over. Yeah, Jenna yeah, Elfman should have been a big star too. But yes. I think Caroline Ray, when she took over for Rosie, remember she took over the Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. show? Mm-hmm. And then it failed right away. But I, I remember loving her as a kid. Yeah. What do you make of Felicity Huffman? Oh, yeah. Do you think she'll be able to make a comeback? I think she will. You think she will? I think yeah. she will. I think she will eventually. Too. Yeah. There was a great movie on Netflix recently called Otherhood. <gasps> My friend it Cindy Shepak made oh, it. Yeah, right, yeah right. good friend of mine. She is incredible. It's a cute movie. And it's I feel really like it was just such it. terrible timing because <gasps> of everything that happened with Felicity. Absolutely. Because they had already shot it in New York. And then this came out after they had shot it. And Netflix pushed the air date because of that. Because they didn't know. And that is tough. You know, anytime one of your friends is going to the slammer, you know... But then again, I feel like her and Bill Macy are just going to regroup, yeah. lay low for a year, and then they're going to be They'll fine. Have a comeback. I, I think so. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, it's so interesting where her career has gone, because now she's this huge star again with the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. She just filmed the next two. Yeah, she's uh, But around this time, Christmas was the cranks. That was right when she did Freaky Friday, too, and she had sort of this renaissance. <sighs> yep. And she's so brilliant in Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so good. But uh, this movie... This movie's interesting to me because I feel like it's lived on in a way that no one expected. And sometimes these Christmas movies are really bad, but like we watch, I watch it every year mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't mean it's good. It's just like you put it on cause it's Christmas and you remember it and it makes you feel good. Like Pan's Labyrinth or Willow. Like you have these weird movies from your childhood that you watch. Or I guess not even childhood. This was Oh four. This was Oh four. I was a t- I remember seeing this in high school. I think I was graduating wow. high school or in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. Um, and I remember seeing it with my family. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was terrible. Can but there's I, certain these bad Christmas movies, even uh, around the time they try to make Vince Vaughn like a holiday star. Yes. Four Christmases. <laughs> four Christmases and Fred Claus. Yeah. I saw that on Thanksgiving. Like, what oh, the fuck was gosh, that? Fred Claus. Four yeah. Christmases is bad too. Everyone, I feel like there's this weird thing where everyone just gets a go. Like, let's see how this person I know, does. These, and these white men who like the last thing I would, in, to, uh, the last thing mm-hmm. I would associate Vince Vaughn with is Christmas, but yeah. then he did two Christmas movies. Give me some Sterling K. Brown up in here, Omar Epps. Do you think Lori Loughlin will ha- make a comeback? What do you think her re- road to recovery? You know, that's interesting like? because Lori Loughlin, I think she was a Hallmark star, darling. And unfortunately, with that network, I don't imagine them being open to taking her back just because mm-hmm. they're so conservative and everything. Mm-hmm. Although they are having movies that star Vinny from Entourage, so what do I know? Oh yeah, maybe there's <laughs> just it's just going to take time. Take it's time. just going to be the ten year itch. I mean, I'm not so much interested in a Lori Loughlin comeback as I am a Felicity Huffman because I thought Felicity mm-hmm. was like a genuinely good actress. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Lori's fine. Yeah, 
Although I'm very curious to see how they explain Lori's absence on the last season of Fuller House. Oh, right. Because I watched every episode of that, and I don't know what they're going to say happens to Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky's on a She's writer's in retreat in Berkeley or something. That's <laughs> she that went to jail. <laughs> she went to jail. What if they just like turn to camera, that break the great. fourth wall, and be like, so a lot of you guys are going to be applying for colleges. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> That's really funny. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing, because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, They just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, And also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, 
and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. So uh, speaking of supporting cast, we talked about Felicity Huffman. We talked about uh, Caroline Ray. Cheech from Cheech and Chong also has an appearance as a cop in this movie. Alongside his partner, Gary Busey's son. Wait, That's says, Gary Busey's son. Uh, is the no cop. way. Mm-hmm. Yep, Jake Busey. I think it's Jake. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, Wild. again, right when the movie shifts into a heist, and it's just the most random thing to just see Cheech. Mm-hmm. Yes. In a holiday film. Anytime Cheech just pops in. That is the thing. It isn't a good A to B cast, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a solid cast, but I am sure they all hated doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any other final thoughts about Christmas with the Cranks? I will rewatch this every year. As a new listener, and I know a lot of people who wrote in on the Insta were like, Christmas with the Cranks, I'm, I'm in. It yeah. won me over as something that I will rewatch and laugh at. I will say, though, doesn't it look cheap? We just covered Night Before Christmas, mm-hmm. and Christmas with the Cranks seems cheaper than, like, set-wise, design-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, Christmas with the Cranks really felt like it was done on, like, a back, a very small backlot. Like, $80,000. Yeah, like, they <laughs> like, really had a low budget. They spent it all on the cast. Yeah. Because even, like, the neighborhood scenes felt very set, or the, um, the grocery store scene, like, when... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which we didn't even talk about at the beginning of the movie when Tim is going in to get chocolate and nuts for, and there's like that rain scene. Mm-hmm. I really thought that they spent a lot of money on the rain, but not the set. Like the set looked like a very small backlot, but then it was like raining rain everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, mismanaged funds. <laughs> mismanaged funds. Oh, yeah. I think I'll post this up on our Insta. I, I took a video of it when Jamie Lee's looking for the hickory ham and she approaches her local grocer and she touches him i've i've i interact with my grocery store clerks all the time i've never once grabbed one on the shoulder in the forearm and whispered where is your hickory hams and then when he tells her over there she like squeezes him in this very intimate way and i was like oh that is already very interesting acting sure it's a choice (laughs) it's a a choice choice. and you wonder does jamie lee curtis just not go to the grocery store maybe she doesn't know how to act with her grocers yeah or maybe he goes to her christmas eve party and they're actually best friends or again maybe the director was like hey you gotta make this choice it's gotta be more intimate yeah like maybe they filmed it one way where she didn't touch the grocer yeah and then he was like (laughs) no we need more emotion yeah you're a local hero that everyone relies on for all their social plans. You know, this movie was written by Chris Columbus, who he wrote the first Harry Shocking. Potter, directed the first Harry Potter. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Like, I am I would like to read the original script because I'm sure it's different. This mm-hmm. is like, I really believe like the first idea of this movie and to what the final product is, is totally different because mm-hmm. it's bizarre. Yeah. Do you like the other Tim Allen Santa Claus movies? I do. I do too. Yeah. The I also third- like Jungle to Jungle when he takes in Classic. that <laughs> village boy. <laughs> yeah. So I recently Sorry, watched. Off topic. No, no. I recently watched the third Santa Claus with mm-hmm. Martin Short. I love Martin Short. <gasps> but it is bizarre. Yes. Like the third one really things went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. And- I think Marty Short was like, I'm taking it from here. It was- he didn't look at the script. I don't think, it- I don't think there is no. one. 
I wouldn't either, too, at that point. If they offered me, like, a third Santa Claus movie, I'd be like, whatever. Just yeah. give me paid. I'll be there. Or I would, like, put in my contract. I'd be like, I'm not putting on the fat suit again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would get, like, very diva-ish. I'd be like, I'm sitting in the makeup trailer for five minutes. Yes. Like, Jennifer Lawrence did on the X-Men movies. Like, by the most recent X-Men movie, like, her makeup was just, like clearly put on for three minutes yeah like the first one jennifer lawrence did she was in the makeup chair for probably four hours or something by the end she just put on a halloween mask and was mm-hmm. like i'm going to set roll camera that's, that's yeah, let's do this. i'm not interested i'm j law yeah like that's and that's exactly how i would be too or i look at like the grinch movie where jim carrey was in makeup for 13 hours or whatever it was there's no way i could handle that no i think that's obnoxious i don't think it's too much like i i'm too anxious for it? that yeah because then you get two takes, and then you got to take it off and go to bed. And you can't even, I don't know if you could pee in it. Yeah. I would not be able to do a movie like that. I'd be like, I can spend five minutes in the makeup chair, mm-hmm. and then we're done. Yeah. Shellac me and whatever. Um, do, what's your other, do you have another go-to classic? Because this one, Griswold is mine. National Christmas Lampoon's. Vacation. That's, yeah, that's the one that's like my... That's definitely like a family one where I wait to watch it until I'm home for yeah. Christmas. Because oh. it's like my parents love it. Like, we all love it. Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, crowd pleaser yes um and also home alone one and two i think those are go-tos for family time Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. and then the first and second santa claus those are movies that i really like to watch the first one especially and the second one i love there's a scene with molly shannon that i think is just brilliant it's Mm -hmm. like a really random scene but those movies and then Muppet Family Christmas is one that I love from as a kid. Not I love Muppet Christmas Carol too, but yes. there's one Muppet Family Christmas that was like I was obsessed with as a child. Mm-hmm. And that one is like I have to put it on once every year. Yeah. And then and- we're in thing. I'm naming like 300 yeah, movies. I, know, this is <laughs> I do I watch know, a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also for Thanksgiving, I have to watch home for the holidays, which was Holly Hunter directed by Jodie Foster. Oh. And it's a very bizarre kind of movie, but I, I have to watch it every year. For I, love, I love that duo and elf. That's another big elf, one that we yeah. watch too. I like elf. elf is one that I don't, put on because it ends up just being on all the time That's so i feel like i always just see it and i love it but it's not one that i put on yeah i like to decorate to it that's one of the ones i I can put on and just play in the back and then put up all my ornaments christmas vacation though i feel like it's just such a classic and you know we've been talking about other movies that we want to cover on this Mm -hmm. and i don't know that christmas vacation works just because it is like I think it's like a genuinely good movie. Like it's in the zeitgeist like, forever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and I, I don't think it's like a bad movie. There's no. not so much funny about it. Like this movie, we had Tim Allen with Botox mm-hmm. trying to eat Jello, and we had Uncle Uncle Eddie. I think is one of the greatest characters in a so Christmas funny. movie when he has the dicky on under his sweater, and it's uh, just everything about Uncle Eddie is perfect. My so. brother Brian dressed as Uncle Eddie for <gasps> Christmas last year, he so did. he got like. Basically like a costume, but he oh had like God. the dicky with the turtleneck or with, with a the cream red sweater yeah. or, or white sweater. Um, yeah, he dressed as Cousin Eddie and it was so funny. <laughs> so funny. With like and a tinfoil on his. Yeah. He bought those moose uh, yes. cups or glasses. Yeah, I just genuinely think that or Santa Claus too. Like these are movies that I, I don't think they're bad, poorly made movies. Yeah. Whereas Jingle All the Way is like very ridiculous. There's like a whole scene in Jingle All the Way where there's little people mm-hmm. who are working in a warehouse mm-hmm. and yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. gets in a fist fight with them. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. And they do, there's a scene in Jingle All the Way, maybe if we cover it, but where he literally like punches 
a little person and the little person like flies no. through the air no. and they play like cartoon sounds like boing yeah and it's just a little person flying there and that would not fly today there's so much that you could not do after 05 <laughs> like, that was done like and you watch it i watched it last year and i'm like how did this happen so those movies are like funny or or the hallmark movies like we enjoy them, but they're, they're bad, also but they're bad. Good. Yeah, yes. They're five star and also just one star. Mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation, Santa Claus, Home Alone, Bad Santa. Those are movies are just are good. Yeah, like, just those ones well are good. Made. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Jenna, this was so fun. fun. <laughs> Any other final thoughts about Christmas with the Cranks? Oh before gosh. We wrap this up. I think if I watch it again, I'm going to make it a, into a drinking game. Sure. Every time someone is acting in a different movie. Every time Jamie Lee just makes a sound <laughs> instead a of a, saying a word. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And every time Tim Allen clearly is going off script because he's just Tim Allen. You know, I saw Tim Allen at a movie theater once. Yeah. <gasps> what do you look like? Um, he looked fine. Normal. Yeah, he looked like a normal. I don't like in these movies, or it happens a lot on TVs, where it's like the guys, like the schlub, and the wife is the disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. And they played with that trope in this movie, especially at the beginning, a lot. And it's like, the guy does things without telling the wife. It's like so Kevin Jamesy. Yes. And it's just like... Que- yeah, King of Queens. Makes me just infuriated because mm-hmm. it's like that's not how people are no some people might be like that but it's like too much it's yeah. too much we're equals yeah we're equals and so he's like the guy bought the tickets for the uh cruise and didn't tell the wife and the but the wife is the one who doesn't want to go because she doesn't get to have any fun like yeah. the wife always has to be the disciplinarian and act like the mom to the child she's the only one who cares about the child yeah yeah that's annoying yeah. anyway well, i loved uh, it I loved this was so fun Curtis. this was so fun uh you can find me on social media at danny pellegrino and i'm at jenna.brister on insta and keep uh commenting on our insta it's fun yeah, to follow, read everyone's comments follow a very merry iconic podcast yeah. on instagram we don't know what the next movie is going to be but we'll announce it there as soon as we figure it out and Perfect. we hope you all are enjoying these we love you all so much for Enjoy listening. your holiday shopping and everything, and uh, we'll see and you soon. Take some time to relax when you're yes. doing your holiday shopping. Like, don't get too stressed about it. Just breathe it in slowly mm-hmm. and, and think about the grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love you. Bye. Love you. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to 
to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 